Yo, 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 what it do, kings and queens, and welcome to another edition of Talk Back to Me podcast, powered by the Core 94. We got an interesting topic to talk about today, but first let me go ahead and introduce these co-hosts, give it up for special guests and first-time co-host appearance. She is Kay Smith. Go ahead and tell us what you got. Um, hi, everyone. Um, Kay Smith on the show. Uh, here to talk about beauty marks and embracing what God has given us. Um, I'm very open about being who I am and what God has given me with. So I'm happy to be on the show and talk about what I have. All right, all right, all right. There she is. And next we got Jelly burning up the charts. What you got for us coming up? Hey, guys, it's Jelly with your Ear to the Streets. And today I want to talk to you all about the wildfires in the Amazon, where 20% of the world's oxygen come from that have been burning for the past three weeks. And I also want to discuss this um, rivalry between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. <laughs> I want to know how they're getting all this free publicity, but y your neighbor can't get that out of you. So, you know. I'll swing back around to that on Ear to the Streets. Mm, mm, mm. I'm looking forward to that. It kind of made me hungry a little bit, too. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, welcome back, the ferocious. Chelsea, what you got for us coming up? Mike calling you. <laughs> she face Nah, it's your girl Chelsea, pouring tea with Where's the Wine. Today I'm talking about um, if you jealous, we ain't friends, sis. Mm. Naturally. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I know it's going to be a good one right here. We got to <laughs> stir the pot up a little bit. So let's just jump right into it here. Episode today is Beauty Marks, defining what defines you as a woman of color. I'm going to go ahead and let the ladies take care of this and starting out with yourself. She is Kay Smith. What you got on that? Um, what defines me is everything within me. So I would say my heart, my character. I don't really define myself. Um by my outer beauty marks, I think what I've gone through internally shows my beauty marks outwardly. Um, so experiences that have molded me to be the beautiful woman that I am today. Um, so yeah. Jelly, what about you? Um, I would say mine is my resilience. I mean, it doesn't matter what I've been through, I always overcome it and my ability to stay positive even in situations that are meant to tear me down and break me down and spread that positivity. Anyone who knows me or comes in contact with me will tell you that I am a person who is supportive. I am a person who is kind of outspoken, but I make sure you understand that you are valued and you are worthy and you are worth so much more than you even think. Um, yeah, so what makes me beautiful is my heart for sure and my passion for others. That's that's what I think. Mm, I like that. I like you know, that. I am cute. I'm cute too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Tell us what you got on that one. Um, when it comes to beauty marks, I feel like um, different people can kind of see different things in you as far as what makes you beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, uh, one thing I hear a lot and one thing I've noticed about myself is my ability to create something from nothing or make a bad situation in a good situation. Uh, people get mad at me all the time because I don't raise my voice. Or, you know, I know how to, you know, think positive versus getting upset about something. Just think about it as, okay, well, next time it'll be different. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's one of the things that makes me beautiful because a lot of people struggle with that. So, yeah. Okay. So we got three beautiful queens here right now. I got a real question, seeing I'm the only brother here speaking on it. 
why are so many women trying to change, especially women of color, trying to change their appearance just to fit in with society? Who can speak <coughs> up on that one? I, I gotta know. I, I have to know. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of lot of lot of different ways you can go with that. Um, yeah. but the most obvious one is social media. And not even social media, because before that was a thing, uh, you still had women that watched TV or looked in magazines or saw ads and saw women that didn't look like them that were quote unquote the you know, standard of beauty. So um, it's definitely other people's perspective on what beauty is. And a lot of people are trying to change what they are naturally to look a certain way so that they can fit the bill. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just all about basically just what you see and not seeing representation of what you look like as a standard of beauty. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, I would say that people's perception of you has become a lot of people's reality. Mm -hmm. um, so if someone is saying, man, she bad, she got a fat ass, flat stomach, big titties, pretty smile, you know, she the shit, she got this pretty hair, she's mixed, you know, mm -hmm. she popping. That's, that's who you want to be like. That's who you aspire to be. That's why so many women weren't comfortable wearing their natural hair for the longest. Mm -hmm. So many women weren't comfortable gaining weight and feeling out. They feel like I had to be a size four or less. Hmm. And if not, I don't fit the bill. I'm not attractive. Um, and that's because when you look at the mainstream media, the women that you see getting the most attention, getting the most praise, these are the women who are half naked on the internet. Mm -hmm. These are the women who have the ass out in every picture. These are the women doing cucumber challenges. Oh, Lord. These are the women. <laughs> these are the women who don't act like women. Okay. They act more like hoes, and it's sad to say it, but you want to be respected as a woman, but you're portraying these characteristics of someone who doesn't deserve that. So, I just feel like it's too much attention placed on bullshit than it is on the real shit. Um, we have a lot of real women out here who are hustlers, who are go getters, who are entrepreneurs, who are thriving and they don't get the recognition they deserve because it's overshadowed by the whole shit. That's, that's, yeah. Well, and I feel like the, you know, quote unquote, whole shit is only that way because that's what men like to see. Like what you said, that's what the- Some. Right. That's what <laughs> men like to see. Some. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, of course you have men that say, I don't want to marry a woman like that, but you liking her pictures. You know what I'm saying? You you got her videos on your phone. Am I lying? But but here's the ticket thing. Was just up. Never mind. I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah. But um. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Well. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? So it's and I wouldn't even consider it whole shit. That's just what's popular. You know what I'm saying? Like what somebody doing is popular because people can. A lot of women do that in private. You just don't know about it. You know, well, like I'm, saying, I'm saying when like that's all you promote. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When that's all you promote, that's how shit. Mm. See, with me, I have a nice balance. I know how to be <laughs> for real. I know how to get gangster. I know how to be a lady. But at the same time, I know how to have fun in it. Oh, I thought myself. you was about to say you know how to be a hoe and be a lady. <laughs> that's why I was. Oh, okay. I'm one lady mm. in the streets with a freaking bitch. <laughs> but no, seriously mm. though, it's like you have Put to. Lip back you in have palm. to have that balance, you know, <laughs> because you can't be so much of a hoe that it takes away from the woman right. you are and the you woman mean. you are becoming. Right. You know, mm -hmm. you have to have an image that when people see you, they still greet you with "Hello, how are you? You fine?" Instead of "Hey, bitch," mm -hmm. like, "Hey." 
Excuse me. Hey, excuse me. Stay red. No, with me. Hey, bow legs. First of all, sir, baby boy. Baby boy. Can we put a little respect on this? Excuse me, ma'am. How you doing? Yeah, that's how you got to approach me. But you won't ever be approached like that. niggas be crazy, too. All you post is, I'm twerking in a swimsuit. All you post is, oh, I'm sucking on cucumbers. And I get it. You have free will. You can do that if that's what you want to do. If that's how you want to be portrayed, by all means, do that. But I'm saying you can't expect people to treat you with a certain level right. of respect if you don't demand that and if you don't show that you deserve that. Yeah. Um, they say respect is earned, not given. Right. So earn it. Th- that's funny you say that because a couple of years ago, oh, this was a while ago, I had a girl on Twitter tell me that I was misogynistic because it was this girl. She had, She literally... It was a picture. She was sitting on the sink in the thong, and like that's all you could see was her ass. Like you couldn't see her face or anything. And she posted something about um, uh, where all the real men at, guys. All they want to <laughs> do is fuck and this, this, and that. And I and I I tweeted her back, and I was like, "You do you think the reason they want to fuck is because your ass is your avatar?" Like, and so oh. this girl was like, "Oh, you misogynistic. You're you're shaming her for showing her body." And I was like, "Nah, I'm just saying, if you want a man that wants a certain thing, that ain't it. You don't want a nigga. <coughs> you want a man. No, right? Hey, no, real. you're right. You see yeah. an advertisement for the Popeyes chicken sandwich, goddamn. You see an advertisement for that. <laughs> that's you what the fuck the I want. Yes, yeah. You see it. It look like this. That's why this I went last I night and was like. highly." I'm, I'm purchasing this so I can eat this. Yeah. Because this is what I saw and it and it enticed me. That's what I want. Yep. So when I see you on the internet with your ass out, what you think I want from you? Ass. Your mind? No, I want your ass. <laughs> Bend over, bitch. <laughs> like that. And we logical creatures as men. I mean, you gotta think about it. And I hate to go back to that topic where we were talking about last time on relationships and situationships, but I mean, you got to think about it. Why the hell you think Adam got deceived so goddamn quick? Oh, Ass and titties was all out. That was the first human being. Uh, on the his dick was out too. Hey, look, I'm okay. just saying, we're, we're, more, we're looking at the outside. I mean, yeah, it's wrong. I mean, yeah, we do take about dicks for that. It's do not better. an excuse, but it's been happening for generations. Right. And my change is. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think. Aside from the social media, it goes back to how you were raised. Mm. Um, it depends on, you know, if you had a father figure in the house, that depends on, you know, how you would dress around the house or how you were allowed to mm-hmm. go outside the house. And I feel like oftentimes um, if you didn't get that attention at home, um, women tend to grow up and they seek that attention and they don't know how to go about it in the right ways because they weren't, you know, given that proper role model at home, whether mm-hmm. it was from their father or from their mother. So some people, you know, they just don't know any better. And like that's going true. back to social media, whatever they see, um, mm-hmm. you know, if she's posting in a thong, you know, that's how I'll get the attention. Even yeah. though I want a man, I see that she's getting attention from all these men, but that's not necessarily what I want, but right. I'm seeing that that's how she's getting it. So I think it's more so of following what they think is going on but Mm -hmm. um, they really don't have the proper guidance and Mm. yeah i think it it goes back you know beyond before social media just how you were brought up that's true too and you do have some people who were raised in strict households and they just wanted to get out yeah you know what i'm saying i've been there we we talked about that and now and i grew up in a strict household but i was too afraid of my parents to do anything like to sneak out sneak in if i did anything i told on myself like because i was that afraid not like afraid like terrified but i was just always my daddy was one of those people that was like you know when you go out you represent us so i was too afraid to embarrass them you know what i'm saying i was too afraid to be seen by somebody that's gonna go back and tell my mom and my daddy that oh your, your daughter was out here wild and some bullshit you know yeah. 
So, uh, but you do have people who were raised in really strict or religious households and you know they just felt kind of like rebel you know being rebellious was yeah. their way of being free when in actuality like you know they didn't have to do that to be free but it's like it's almost like getting back at your parents if yeah. that makes sense but uh it just but like you said it just depends on how you were raised um because it could go so many different ways right I had my fair share of balance um, <laughs> with the, you know, I think as long as you, that's another thing, if you go through the stage, you know, it doesn't have to last as right, long, right. you know, um, I stuck out and, you know, did my fair share, but I didn't take it all the way there because, you know, mm-hmm. I had that, um, you know, security or when I went back home, I knew that I had to carry myself a certain way, right. so it wasn't like I didn't have anything to fall back on it was mm-hmm. like you know i can go out do what i want to do but at the end of the day i know how i need to present myself when it's the time needed, right you know right. so mm-hmm. it was all about finding that balance but that's a good balance yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah. mean like for me it was like okay i was always the really smart one stuck in the house i didn't care to go outside like that just wasn't mm-hmm. my thing yeah. so as i got older i got a car when i was 15 so i was driving to school every day when i was in high school mm. Oh baby, y'all fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. I, I, started, I started skipping. No, mm-hmm. for real. I started skipping. I started doing things that I knew I shouldn't have been doing, but I had finally had some freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, right. they didn't they didn't keep a tight grip on me when I was in high school. Um, I actually left my parents' house and was living with my sister, who's mm-hmm. 15 years older than me. But it's like okay. She gonna let me do what I wanna do. Right. So I was out all night. As long as I got to school in the morning, and as long as I took my nieces and nephews wherever they needed to be, I was all right. Mm-hmm. I could do what I, I could do as I very well please. Yeah. But it's all about making sure you have structure for your children, mm-hmm. but you're not too tight on them because they will rebel, and that's yep. just right. a natural thing. That's yep. what everybody does. If they feel like I don't have any freedom, you don't trust me. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all as a reason not to trust <laughs> me. Right. No, seriously. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, when I go home to my dad, you know how hard it was for me to tell that man I was pregnant? <laughs> I found out at six months. I didn't tell him until I was eight months. Right. I was dead that serious. I was not telling that man. <laughs> and then when I did tell him, he told me I was a disgrace. He told me he was ashamed of me. He was disowning me. He was cutting me off. And I was like, all right. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn, that's, it hurt. Yeah. I just fucked yeah. up. He didn't see my son until my baby was maybe, what, three months? Almost four months? Yeah. And... A lot of people was like, oh, why you don't bring your baby around your dad or whatever, whatever. First of all, he not talking to me. He mad at me. <laughs> he don't want to see my baby. He mad at me. He right. didn't want my maternity pictures. He didn't want none of that shit. He was like, uh-uh, because I don't know who told you to go have a baby at 20. No, ma'am. And 20 ain't even that. Uh-uh. I was like, I'm 20. You yeah. act like I'm 15. I just right, talk right, to the right. coach. You, you was know? grown. But uh, it's like, okay, it made it hard to approach him with certain things. It made it hard to talk to him about mm-hmm. certain things. So, I, of course, I would lash out, and I would seek that attention elsewhere. Right. Thankfully, my son's dad was a good dude, mm-hmm. you know, during that time. He wasn't, like, manipulative or mm-hmm. anything. So I could talk to him about things that were going on in my life, right. and he wasn't trying to, like, play on me. But that leaves a lot of women in these fucked-up situations yeah. where these men are taking advantage of them because he's giving you attention Mm -hmm. he's giving you a little money or whatever he giving you and you feel like oh damn he doing something nobody did for me so of course i'm gonna be half naked on the internet if it's gonna bring me money it's gonna bring me attention of course i'm gonna be out here fucking and sucking on camera it's gonna bring me money it's gonna bring me attention i'm gonna be the next kim k 
Hmm. Why not? Hmm. Her whole family is balling off yeah. of her having a sex tape. But she also you suck dick on camera. Yeah, and boom. But she had a mama that was good at flipping that shit. shit her mama the one who recorded. My- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right okay, this Chris um, in the background like you catch that angle, you know, Ray J. Baby, keep going, like you know. Hit them strokes now. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> sometimes the rebellion, like you said, it's a cry out for help. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter, you know, how old you are. Some women or young girls inside, and they still crying out for mm-hmm. help, and they replace it with materialistic things mm-hmm. like the cars and the, right. the bags. But if you sit down and have a conversation with them, you know, um, either they'll have a wall up, or you know, they'll probably just break all the way down because they, you know, suppressed that inner child that was trying right. to be themselves. And I think that that, you know, also goes to parenting with, you know, them having the guidelines that they want for you and the expectations sure. that they want for you. And when we're trying to break outside of those and we can't be, you know, who we want to be just like you felt it was okay for you to have a baby, you know, but daddy didn't agree with that. Right. You know, you're putting me back in that box that I don't necessarily want to be in, but with me wanting to get out of that box, I don't know the right way to do it, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody's here to show me you know right. or I don't feel like I can go and talk to another female because she doing the same thing you know yeah. and that's not really what I want to do but I'm gonna go with it until yeah. somebody you know shows me and see I, I think I got lucky because like my god mom she was like 10 years younger than my mama 10 years older than me like she like right in the middle yeah. so um she was still young enough for us to hang out but also old enough to be like hey I did that shit don't do that yeah you know what I'm saying and so um, a lot like my dad used to tell me all the time he was like you got an older sister you got older cousins you got a god mom that's close to age with you if you ain't even got to talk to me if you got some shit you need to get off your chest go talk to one of them mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying this was a conversation he had to me had to me about sex he was like if you think you ready for sex get a condom ask one of them people to go take you to get some birth control don't bring no babies in this bitch right those are his like, don't bring no babies in this bitch so see you got that I got no sex, no boys, no nothing. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah. what do I do? You know? Well, my daddy told me I couldn't have a boyfriend until I was 16. But then I was 16. He was like, you ain't never brought nobody around. I was like, ain't nobody ready at my time. I was trying to sound good. But I, I was still sneaking and talking to boys on the phone. But and then it got to a point where, like, uh, I think we was watching the news and they said it was like some middle school kids got caught having sex in the closet. And he was like, oh, hell no. We for talk about this shit right now. Mm-hmm. But he never told me don't have sex because his thing was, you 15, you're going to do what you want to do if that's what you're going to do. He was like, just make sure you protect yourself. So I didn't get the same conversation that most people get where it was like, don't just don't do it because now I'm going to do it. Yeah. But he was just like, just make sure you ready for it if you're going to do it. No, I ain't getting it. No, he was like, if somebody say sex or mention anything that got to do with sex and you laugh, you ain't ready. And I was like, damn, I still be laughing at that <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, like, I ain't ready. And then when I was 18, he, he touched was, my booty and I giggled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was fighting niggas when they touched me, you know, because that was something else my daddy did. He was like, you know. But some, see, that goes back to you having a father in the house yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. So. Well, he was, I had a father, but he was just, Involved. he he had a baby at 13. Okay. So he, um, he was just trying okay. to make sure I didn't do the same thing yeah. he did. Okay. So he was just really, really strict and just tried to make sure he gave me information in a way that I could understand where it wasn't, where I didn't want to rebel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. At least you had those conversations. Yeah. I was out here like figuring that out for myself. Like my, my older sisters even, they didn't. You know, had to talk with me. I was always like the little boy out of all the girls. Mm -hmm. I was raised mostly around my brothers versus my sisters. So 
they my whole family thought I was gay. Even when I said I was pregnant, they was like, "Girl, you a whole dyke." Like stop playing. You ain't pregnant. I'm like the brat. I'm like nigga. And the pain. Yeah, girl, pregnant for real. They was like. Baby, you can't get pregnant from a strap. Hey, <laughs> I, I got a boyfriend. <laughs> that was like, oh, that's. I thought that was just a cover up. No, nigga, like mm-hmm. we having real life problems over here. Like, yeah. what's going on? Uh-huh. Somebody help! <laughs> like, somebody help me, please. Please, <laughs> please. That's Lord like the episode of Ayanna Fix My Life, and the mama was like calling one of her girls. Somebody had started a rumor about one of her daughters. Said she was out sucking dick and stuff, and her mama believed it because that's what she was doing at her age. So she was like calling her daughter a hoe and like kicking her out the house and all Damn. this shit. And at the end of the episode, Ayala was like, "Baby, what do you want to tell your mama?" She was like, "I don't even like dudes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I've been having well, the same girlfriend for like 10, 10, 10 years." Like, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, like she was like, "I ain't never looked at a dick like." Mm-hmm. And so don't she, even know what it looks. And her mama like. felt like shit because she had disowned her and all of that stuff for years based on something somebody else said to her. Yeah, parents don't give you. Uh, open line of communication. Yeah. When you try to go talk to them, they tell you, oh, shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. You mm-hmm. need to sit down somewhere. Or yep. you're trying to be grown. You're trying to be fast. Oh, you're trying to be disobedient and disrespectful. No, I'm trying to tell you how I feel. Right. I'm trying to tell you what's going on with me. Because when shit like this happens and it hits the fan, you're going to mm-hmm. be like, well, I had no clue. Yeah, of course you didn't have any clue because I can't come and express right. myself to you. Yeah. And the world around me is affecting the person I am because you're not doing right. it. You're not raising me. Mm-hmm. So my peers are raising me. The adults I see out in the streets are raising me. The at television the is raising me. Exactly. And at the time, it wasn't big on social media. It was like MySpace or sh- shit right. like that. Black Planet. Yeah. We all had like <laughs> our age demographic on right. MySpace. But my friends out there fucking and sucking. Right. Yeah. I got a tattoo when I was 16. Yeah. From my first boyfriend. I still got this man's name on my side to this day. Had I had the right guidance, mm-hmm. had I had the right people in my life to tell me, like, this ain't what you want to do. I've been there, done that, and eh, it ain't all that. Yeah. I guarantee you I wouldn't have went that route. The reason I got pregnant was my niece passed, and I lashed out. I separated myself from my whole family. Like, I disappeared for a year mm-hmm. type shit. And boom, I was living with my boyfriend. Yeah. You know how they go. <laughs> but had I had the parents who were like, no, you're going to come home. You're going to express yourself. You're going to go to therapy. You're yeah. going to get help. And we're going to make sure you're okay. It would have been different. I wouldn't be a mother right now. I love my son to death. But I wouldn't be a mother right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I probably would, but not to a four-year-old. Right. You know, but. She said I probably would. No, I probably would because I love babies. I do. Yeah. I don't like kids. I love babies. <laughs> I love kids too, but I'm still gonna wait on them babies. Yes. I don't, you know what? I like. I like kids. I don't like disrespectful kids. Yeah. Mm. I don't like those kids. See, those are my favorite ones. I like getting young kids boys. No, I'll let bitch don't make a sound. I'll be like, wait a minute. But wait. if you if you realize if you think about shark. it, whenever whenever they get uh whenever they face with somebody that don't play that shit, they don't act like that. No, no, kids don't do that around me. That's what I'm saying. I, who? Because my mama was like, she went to the pool. When she took my brother to the pool and there was some kids out there cussing their ass off and this lady got up and left because she had little kids and she didn't want them to hear that and my mom was like uh-uh put them babies back in the pool she was like what you gonna do is you gonna stop cussing if you got a motherfucking problem you can leave gotcha, like my mama got on their ass and they was like yes ma'am turned the music <laughs> off and everything and they just sat there until she left and then they turned the music back on but it was like you know what i'm saying like people know who to play with it takes someone you can respect it takes an authority figure yeah. to redirect you when you're on the wrong yeah. path and if not 
Baby, you're gonna crash. Let me ask y'all something. Since we're talking on that subject, do you feel women of color are becoming a lost cause right now? And let me explain no. before yeah. y'all jump down well, my throat. Okay, because no, I'm the only I brother. We let all me explain. got the same view. Let, let me explain. Yeah. Let me explain. So what I mean by that is with social media dictating on what type of woman you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. With men, well, I'm going to say boys. I'm going to stop saying men. With boys out here chasing after the wrong appearance and not looking at the actual spirit of a woman, why are so many women gravitating to this social media or the what a man thinks is a queen supposed to be type what's going on first of all what's going on times have changed yeah Yeah. this Mm. is the age of enlightenment Uh (laughs) uh-huh so let's start there Uh this is the age of enlightenment yeah and these women are bosses these black women are entrepreneurs they handling their business they getting shit done okay and they're beautiful while they doing it you know how many women are in a natural hair stage right now Mm -hmm. versus three years ago what was going on everybody Everybody kind of had the longest bundles the blondest whatever yeah they still doing it every now and then but people are embracing their natural hair they're taking care of themselves Mm -hmm. their um chakras are aligned you Mm -hmm. know everything's going according to plan so i won't say it's a lost cause because now these younger generations have something to look forward to. Right. They have that representation now. You okay. have all these black women who are business owners, and it's also about who you allow to be your inspiration. You mm. know, who am I following? Okay. I need to make sure I'm putting positive people on my page. Because when I wake up in the morning, I don't need to see somebody sucking a cu- cucumber. I don't need to see, and yes, I'm still talking about this fucking cucumber. Yeah. I don't she need to see. Shout out to B-King. I don't need to see somebody on there <laughs> fighting, you know, every morning. I need to wake up to an inspirational post. Right. I right. need to wake up to, you know, someone giving me my daily affirmations or anything. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to she <laughs> Case Smith. Thank you. Thank you. This movement. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because this woman breeds positivity. I mean, her aura is amazing. Thank I wake you. up every morning and I make sure I go look at her page because whatever I'm feeling for the moment. Mm-hmm she takes me out of that Mm. and i don't think she does it intentionally but Mm -hmm. she's such a positive person and she doesn't admit anything other than that okay so when you go to her page you're going to get something inspirational you're going to get motivated you're going to feel like i'm not doing enough i need to do more because the way this woman is busting her ass and making shit shake I wish I could do it. Like I wish I could be that. Mm. So you but know, you can, though. yeah, definitely no, can. No, I'm saying, but she's that's no, that's what she have does something for you. To look forward with yeah. you. She's yeah. up at five o'clock in the morning, getting ready to go work out. Meanwhile, you just open your eyes. You like, oh shit, let me get up. And she up and active already. I need to get on board. <laughs> no, yeah. seriously. You're supposed to surround yourself with people who inspire you, not people who make you feel comfortable. I don't want to be complacent. I want to be uncomfortable. I want you to make me move. I want you to make me feel like I'm not doing enough. I got a lot more to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that that's um, part of what I went through and why I did start the CIS movement, just to touch on it a little bit, because when I went through me not having, being able to, speak to my mom about certain issues my mom would feed me and as toxic as it sounds um she would tell me black boys can't do anything for you but give you stds and babies oh, shit. Oh, and it was you know shit. literally stick to the books but right. i had to i would question it so much because i knew that i wanted to date one day but it was mm-hmm. like if there's nothing to look forward to right. you know why is that and then what can they look forward to in me you know so that i don't attract whatever she's talking about because right. i know that that can't be 
all that there's out there, you know, mm-hmm. to date. I know that eventually, you know, I didn't want to be a single mom because I saw what I was raised by and I saw how whatever emotions she experienced from that, how it affected right. her and how it affected my relationship with her and how I saw myself. So um, back to the, you know, clothes and the social media, my mom would always tell me, you know, mm-hmm. you need to wear a shirt that covers your butt. You need yeah. to, you know, wear this. You shouldn't, you know, that's enticing men. I'm like, you know, I'm not yeah. doing anything but just yeah. walking yeah. outside. I'm not asking to be raped you know i'm not asking to entice me right. 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 because you're half naked that is an invitation to right. your body they feel like because i'm in a swimsuit on social media i'm asking that's for it. it i'm asking for yeah. it. no bullshit i'm being myself Confidence, and i can be yeah. free i can go to the pool and take a picture if i feel nice and i feel like i look good i can do that right, right. but because other women make it Right. more than exactly. what it is right. it's exactly. making us look like well you know, and then you also have to think it. about it this way too because uh, i think a lot of times we see our our parents and our grandparents as like invincible or only for what we know but um your mom might have experienced something and she didn't tell you right right you know? I'm, I'm sure yeah so it's like and it was probably traumatic for her mm-hmm. so instead of just talking to you about it or being more open about it she just projected what she didn't want yeah. to happen to her yeah. so it doesn't happen to you and i had to learn that and understand yeah. that so that i wouldn't keep judging her for what she was yeah. teaching me yeah. so i just took it upon myself to do my research and right. embrace who i was so that's why i would be you know 15 years old doing a big chop mm-hmm. like i want to wear my natural hair and my mom's like you need to put weave i'm like why yeah. you know i want to be who i am but she would tell me you know you need to look presentable yeah you your hair should not be worn shorter than you know a man's length of hair your hair right. is shorter than a man you know you're not doing right and i was just like that's, that's not it you know like yeah. that so i read and i research because i'm like you know who am i back to the beauty marks like what is it that makes me me right and if me being who i am will that attract somebody and once i start started seeing that it was working it was like i want to be more of who i am you know i don't really want to listen to what everybody else has to say because that's you know that's what you have to say about me i want to know what it is that i have to say about myself and if you accept me for what I have to bring to the table, then cool. If not, then I just understand that you're not for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And You know how many how I... women experience that, but they never actually learn that? That's why at one point, everybody was getting relaxed. Cause everybody had right. a wrap. Everybody was coloring their hair blonde and light brown yeah. because they uh, those same things were put on to them, mm-hmm. you know? And we're at a point where we're teaching our parents yeah like it, it's are. crazy because it's like oh you got to do what your mom and your daddy say but now we at a point where we teaching our parents like my mom has been having a relaxation since like forever but she has pretty hair mm-hmm. and my mom has red hair and so i was like you know you should go natural and she's like i ain't doing that that ain't gonna look good on me why not it, that's how it come out your head why not right. you know but a lot of people have that um on them or they see that in what they you know as they grew up that's what they saw so that's all that they know mm-hmm. so then when they see somebody I had a girl when I did my big chop she was like you ain't got the kind of hair to be going natural I went through it. Wow. and I was like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah nappy. Wow. <laughs> but yeah it just my took me seeing this is good hair right this mm-hmm. hair grow <laughs> exactly. exactly. yeah. yeah. but people started getting that. lies and relaxers so they could be more like white people this was something mm-hmm. that was established early on in the 50s and 60s yeah. or whatever yeah. because you wanted to be accepted by the white people you right. felt like okay maybe if my hair was a little less kinky mm-hmm. and it was slicker and it was going down 
they would respect me more. They would be more accepting towards me. Mm-hmm. But we've always been riding the coattails of what white people say is in. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. with that being said, we stopped feeling as beautiful as we are. We stopped taking care of our hair. We started stripping it of its nutrients. Yep. We started doing everything we could mm-hmm. to be closer to them, to emulate them. But now, look how the roles have reversed. Mm-hmm. They're doing everything. They're paying top dollar <laughs> to be built like us, to yep. look like us, to have our color. Shit People crazy. are getting melanin injections. Right. Like, they're trying to tone their skin to look like us. And That's at sad. this point, it's like, you did all this changing for a motherfucker who don't want to be themselves. They yep. want to be you. I think it's a yep. shift, just like how you said, where the world is going through an awakening right mm-hmm. now, and it's kind of like, you know, y'all had enough time, and I feel like we're catching on now. So you said, are we, you know, falling off? I think, no, we're actually, you know, yeah. waking up. Yeah, and it's, God, it's waking God. them up as well, you know, yeah. and they're like, okay, they're starting to take off. We need to be like them now. You know, mm-hmm. at first they had to leave because y'all had control, but once we, you know, start changing the way we think, our diet, you know, yeah, that's the whole thing. We're woke now. Once you know, yeah. black you know women start worth. taking over. You know, you have no mm-hmm. um, choice but to respect us. Just like you know, Beyonce. But Beyonce is who she is wholeheartedly. You know, she's gonna right. wear what she wants to wear on stage. She's gonna do whatever and dance routine. Like she's gonna do it on her time. And you know, there's black, white, all kind of different races that respect her. But that's because she decides to be who she wants right. to be and she does yeah she, yeah right. she wants She's to her. be yeah. i was watching an interview with um jadena the other day i think i posted it i don't know if y'all y'all don't watch my stuff anyway. I like <laughs> oh girl he's so fine he made a statement and he was like uh, a lot of he was like honestly uh black men are intimidated that women are starting to like progress and they feel like that's gonna make them look weaker. And he was like, but at the end of the day, that shouldn't make you feel like you're gonna be weak. That should actually make you feel like you're gonna be strong because if she's on this level, that means you need to be on this level. You know what I'm saying? Because we yeah. as, you know, but I as we all goes. learn, men are supposed to be leaders, but it's like, we, mm-hmm. we, we run in the same we make race. y'all who y'all are. Y'all need us. I mean, what's the difference between a boy and a man, Queen? Yeah, remember. but, but if we if we run even, even a man, you need a woman. Oh yeah, most That's definitely. That's why we were knows. created. We he were knows created that from he the rib a of a man. Yeah, you, you right. need me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's the way the system set it up. You right about that. Right, like how they, that's, that's what he was saying. They, you know, suppress the black man, and you know. And yep. put the woman, you know, beneath Underneath the, her. Yeah, yeah, but once we start rising. What? No, I feel like <laughs> what they did, they suppressed the black men uh-huh. and they made the women the masculine figures. So it emasculated the male. Yeah, right. So we started putting you in jail. We started Child making support. it seem like you weren't reliable. Right. Mm-hmm. So this stops the procreation. Yeah. Because if you're not worthy th- enough of being my man, how are you going to be worthy enough of being my baby? I think it started off as what she's saying mm-hmm. and it ended up yeah, how, how right. you're saying it. And then it. black yep. women started depending on, you know, white people in the system. Yeah. Yeah, because the Black Panther Party is the one who initially started the free lunches yeah. for yeah. schools and giving back to the communities for women who were in need for women and children. And then the white people came in and was like, "Oh no, no, wait a minute!" Because <laughs> and y'all they are rebels. Making it seem, y'all yep, are rebels. Yep. So we can't we can't back what you're doing, but we can steal your idea. Right. And we can and they make start people making it seem like praise they were us bad people. and make it feel like, yep. "Oh, we're the saviors." You right. know, mm. they everybody feels like white people are the saviors. There's this white people savior complex. No, you don't need them to save you. Save your fucking self. Right. Amen. To that. I think that goes back to. Mm. Um, 
our history with the man supposed to be the mm -hmm. provider and with the way that they set up the educational systems and set us up for failure from the beginning, I think that that plays a big role because once they feel like they can't provide for their family, they go out and they do different things mm -hmm. such as selling drugs and stealing right. and robbing and then that gets <laughs> the, caught up in the system and then they can't provide, but it's all the way that yeah. they set it up from the jump, you yeah. know? We're yeah. not gonna put, you know, um, universities in your neighborhood or you know we're not gonna put the best stores. books yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. put everything around you that it's gonna set you up for failure that way the black woman can't depend on you and she becomes so mm -hmm. independent and I don't never need a man when in reality you do you need right. a man as well just like a, a man needs a, a woman, woman you know it's all about balance um, yeah but, but we they, don't know that yeah they ended up fucking they self right now black women are are the most educated in the world right black women are the they're growing at entrepreneurship is so it's growing so fast like you said they're trying to be like us they mimicking us they changing their skin they changing their body they changing their hair the way that they talk um like it they've ended up fucking themselves because they thought we were weak and we ended up being just being who we are and you know prevailing over anything that they tried to hold us down with well i don't think that they fuck themselves because as he said not all men are like that and no, i no, feel no, like no not men i mean like society yeah, yeah. i just feel like it, it just goes based on what you want to see and what you're expecting yeah. you know if that's all that you see then you'll you think that women are you know mm -hmm. evolving but there are some kings out here that are evolving as well but yeah. i just think it thank you you, Smith. you know you have to see no, past what they they want <laughs> you to see you know they're going to show you that black women are elevating but there's kings elevating too, but they're not gonna show us all of that because mm -hmm. then we'll be too powerful, mm -hmm. and, and that's gonna, gonna cause the yeah. Black women to right, you you'll, you'll see it here and there, but you'll see Kylie Jenner, you know, billionaire at 21 before you'll exactly. see a. Uh, but let's talk about Marseille Martin, right? And how she's the youngest producer, exactly. Like, you know, she's directing, she's producing, she's on a roll, mm -hmm. and this woman is this young woman yeah. is 14, 15 years exactly. old. Like, yeah. how is it that Kylie Jenner? Is on the cover four, all that praise. She's yeah. getting this spotlight for makeup, but you don't see what this young yeah. black girl is doing. And, and you, but you gotta remember, her, her mama is in in her bag. But that when makes it, comes it even worse because you're you're coming from money. That's not right. authentic ideas exactly. and creativity. You, you know, you can just yeah. I want this and pay for it. And well, of and then make I, re I remember when she first came out with the cosmetic line. Um, it wasn't even her idea. She had the same factory as ColourPop, and she was using the same shit. She right. just put her name on I it. I heard about that. That's crazy. yeah. Um, so crazy. it ain't even, uh, you know, originally her idea <laughs> to have some of the stuff that she had in her in her on her line. Typical white people shit. Okay, I was trying not to go there. Go ahead. This is talk back. I was trying not to go there, but I mean, but it's 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 That's true. Reality. When you when you look at shit and you see. Oh, uh, I came out. I, I think somebody said something. They came out with bonnets, and it was like made out of silk, and she yeah, was selling yeah, yeah. them for three hundred dollars. That was fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> like like seventy-five dollars. Yeah, just don't wear them to the hood. It's five ninety-nine. You know, <laughs> they upsell ours. When we wear it, it's ghetto, right? And it's it's trashy. But when they do it, it's high fashion. Yeah. Right. It's urban wear. It's classy. I know y'all remember it's the cornrows innovative. phase. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boxer braids. Yeah. Chloe <laughs> Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. They, they all start rocking the braids, and now that's the trend. But that's been our protective well, style. Well, and then when she got know? them, uh, when she she got them other braids with them beads, and she was just like, oh, I got this from Bo Derek, and Bo Derek was like, oh, well, I got it from an African woman. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. girl. So it all that. descends from the queenship. So we're going to take a quick break here. 
this is a heavy topic. Queens, <laughs> make sure y'all taking notes and tuning in on this one. This one is going to change your life on what you need to do as far as beauty marks. We'll be right back with a word from Jelly. All right, and we're back again. Talk Back to Me podcast powered by the Core 94. Make sure you tune in Wednesday on all platforms. We always dropping some heat. Coming up, we have the most entertaining, I would say, right now on the show. Jelly with her ears to the streets. What you got for us coming up? So today I would like to discuss this Chick-fil-A and Popeye's controversy. So... People are literally going crazy behind a freaking chicken sandwich. I mean, Popeye's has sold out in multiple locations. They have about $43 million worth of free advertisement from Twitter alone. (laughs) You know, people don't understand the power of the black dollar. Because this is definitely black Twitter's doing. I don't think it's the others promoting this how we are <laughs> like we are crazed behind a damn chicken sandwich <laughs> and it's a real life competition out here they like ah oh, nah Popeye's got the best no Chick-fil-A got the best and then Shake Shack will jump in like oh we got the best chicken sandwich you know Shake everybody. Shack got a chicken sandwich yeah I ain't know that but I always get the shroom burger come <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, no seriously though it's like okay y'all are promoting these people for free and you get nothing out of it you go there, you still have to purchase mm-hmm. that sandwich that you want. But your friend has a business, hmm. and you're not promoting your friend's business. <laughs> your friend has, you know, is trying to get their business started and rolling and off the ground, and you can't support them how you support Popeyes and Chick-fil-A? Get the fuck out of here. You're not really a friend. Uh, That's how I feel. I just feel like maybe because... Um, fast food they're not afraid of competition and friendship mm-hmm. it gets kind of shaky you know yeah it, it could be fun competition but they take it kind of personal you know yeah. versus you know chick-fil-a want to see are you gonna sell more sandwiches right. or not you know what's yeah. up you know like exactly. it's like no that. hard feelings yeah. we all trying it's to get money exactly because at the end of the day this competition is lucrative for both of us not just me yeah and this is getting so much media attention and it's like okay people are in a frenzy <laughs> these people are running out of chicken breast they running out of yeah. buns and stuff i'm like what are y'all putting in this like y'all putting crack in this like y'all did coke back in the 80s like i'm trying to see like yeah. i need to know what's that's going on that's why because they me chicken y'all got that secret sauce <laughs> and they said the chick-fil-a is made the chick-fil-a sandwich is made by a white woman named sarah who was uh, <laughs> always around black people and then Popeye's sandwich is named, I mean, made by an older woman named Lucille, who everybody <laughs> called Madea, mm. who don't give a damn about your cholesterol. <laughs> and I was like, so that's, you know, that's the difference between the two. They both taste really good, yeah. but one is just a bit healthier versus the other is just like a little, whole bunch of sodium. Right. This the good that shit. Goes the you want it yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, that's what she was, what, like what she was saying about the, um, how people support stuff like that, but they don't support their they friends. It was like that clip of Black China on her show where her friend was like, oh, 
you saw that shit. Yeah. Like, you ain't gave me no money. Like yeah, she was like, you ain't gave me a money you since September. Yeah, like, I don't want to. Well, she was like, I don't have to. And she was like, and I just and I gave you twenty thousand dollars. First of all, my friend gave me twenty thousand dollars in September. You gotta give me nothing else. Exactly. Don't need nothing. Because I definitely use that money for my business. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure that's why she gave it to her. But it's like, like I I get why a lot of people are mad. Well, why you can't post your friend's stuff? But I don't I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of shaky because I I get why she said I don't have to. And I'm gonna say this because you have a lot of people. You have a lot of people who actually don't know what they're doing and they just be trying shit. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and if, I can't promote it if it's not right. 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 Yeah. So like if if and and I she you don't know how many times she probably said mm, I think you should do something different. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. We don't know. Because I, like I told y'all on another episode, I have a friend. I keep telling her, since I don't really know if that's your lane. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if you've told them that and now they're they're doing it and it's not something that you feel could be successful and you've already talked to them about it, I'm sorry, sis. I'm not posting that on my page. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, what I post, I get paid for it. Yeah. In her position, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's different if if it's me. I'm gonna post it anyway. And people you know take saying? my word for what I right. post, what right. I promote. So if I know you got bad customer service, even though I'm your friend, and I know you got bad, I'm not sending nobody to you because now mm-mm, she sent me to so and so, and they full of shit. So I ain't doing nothing else. She say do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. A lot of times you gotta protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You know um, whether it's your friend or not, or just I mean we don't know if she did or not. Try to put your friends in a position where. Or teach them, show them how it should actually be done. But sometimes people don't want to hear it. Well, I feel like it goes, you know, back to the chicken sandwiches. It's all about um, preference. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a a negative competition. But, I mean, maybe I want Susan to make my chicken sandwich this time. Or maybe, you know, I want to, you know, support this friend one time just because, you know, I support someone else. That doesn't mean that I don't support Support you. you. But maybe I don't feel like eating Popeye's today, you know? Maybe I don't want all that salt. It's not to say that I don't like Popeye's chicken or I don't Mm -hmm. want, you know, Aunt Luann to make my chicken, but it's just like, you know, maybe I want to detox, you know? Maybe I don't (laughs) want to rock your head. You know, I just think, you know, I think everybody, they they have their own, um, they're entitled to their own opinions and to switch up, you know, just like with the hair or whatever. Maybe I don't want to wear weave anymore. You know, it's right. not anything against weave because maybe in a few months I want to rock it again. But I think it's all about understanding that people have their own preferences, you know. Right. Because if I'm a vegan and all my followers vegan and you got to you just open up a barbecue shack, I'm not posting that shit. Right. I don't have to, you know, because that's my preference. That's what you know. Yeah, that's exactly. what I want to deal with. I have a I have a cousin who's trying to start a YouTube like a blog. Now, he's a gay male, Mm -hmm. but I've told him my followers are not the crowd that I can promote that to. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't can't promote that to the people who follow me. You're not going to get any positive feedback out of my page. Right. So... It don't make sense. Like, yeah. if I send somebody to follow you, the first thing they see is you on your page in your drawers twerking. You know how many of my male followers are going to be like, you out of fucking pocket. Right. Yeah, no you know how many of my, my <laughs> women followers. I even have female followers who be like, I don't want to see that shit. Mm-hmm. I even tell them, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see your print, sir. Yeah. I'm not intrigued. I, yeah, no, I... I don't want to see that. Yeah. But you got to find your own Especially when they don't Exactly. That's what then people he's like, feel. you don't support me. I do. Yeah. But yeah. I support you to the fullest. I'll pay for whatever you need paid for. I'll pay for whatever, you know, editing and whatever digital graphic designs you want. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Yeah. But I cannot post you on my page right. with 
the image that I'm trying to build yeah. or the mm-hmm. brand that I'm trying mm-hmm. to build. Right. Yeah, it's, it's different ways to support and people, you know, kind of put that down. They think, you know, if I don't pay for this, oh, you're right. not supporting me. No, I'll shoot you some money, but I can't publicly display that because mm-hmm. of my reputation. And I think it just goes back to, you know, preference and yeah. what you want. Just like um, with me empowering women, you know, everybody don't want to see that. There's some women that I follow on Instagram that want to see the IG models. And then there's mm-hmm. Jelly who will support me. And, you know, this is who I get my affirmations from. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like in business, sometimes, like you said, people, they, they're they trying things out and they don't right. really want to put in the work yeah. to find their mm-hmm. audience or their crowd or their customers. Just right. because I have these customers, you know, that's what they want from me. That's what they're seeking from me but you know you have to do yeah your own work and that's the part that you have to do as an entrepreneur I can't do that for you and when you are who you are whether you like it or not your people are gonna come to you regardless regardless if if you be like oh I don't like these type of people that's following what's this you need to try something different because it's you right right. Mm -hmm. it's something you doing that's bringing these people to you well uh well it's the whole bunch of hood girls following me I'm not hood uh well uh girl it's something you doing mm-hmm. that right. they can relate to right you know what i'm saying um and and that was something because i um who was i talking i think i was talking to her but um i was like dang like i have all these ideas about outfits in my head but i always end up wearing black you know what i'm saying uh and, and it, it come out i'm trying to force chelsea put some colors on <laughs> god damn it <laughs> and, and that color will be red because that's the only exactly other. she want to do red i'm like <laughs> but it's just on. like I, I have all these ideas i can make it and put somebody else in them colors but when it come mm-hmm. to me i always gravitate to darker colors neutral colors or black yeah and it's like um it's like okay well girl maybe that's your lane it's a whole bunch of people that love black so put together some dope ass black outfits that people can be inspired from so you it it just it's in you and sometimes we try to like move away from what's naturally in us and that's what we start messing up that's where you have people trying shit and that's those same people that feel like oh you're not supporting me because you don't post my stuff on instagram or this this and that and it's like I, I don't feel like that's who you are. I feel like you could do something else and be co- uh, a lot more successful than what you're doing in, in this, you know, in this way. And that could be support, too, by telling your friend the truth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's also your opinion as well. I just yeah. think if you can't do it, you know, just do it in a respectful way. Like, hey, you know, that's not what I'm right. really rocking with. But if that's what, you know, you want to do, then by all mm-hmm. means do it. Yeah. And, you know, we can keep the friendship. It doesn't have to be a business relationship right. between us just because people we're both entrepreneurs. You know, I think, yeah, that goes into it, too. Yeah. You know, Popeyes and Chick-fil-A, they not, you know, sitting at the table, you know, discussing right. what they're going to do next. You know, there's Popeyes and then there's Chick-fil-A. And it just so happens, you know, the people that support the two different businesses, they the created, people, you yeah. know, this event or whatever that allowed them, you know, to make the money off of, right. you know, other people's premises, you know, but... That doesn't mean that they have to collaborate and build. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has their individual lane, exactly. and I think people right. get that misconstrued. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Chick Fil A still not got open on Sundays. They don't give a damn what. Right, still not exactly. Chick Fil A is mm. still steadfast in their values and their belief. Mm-hmm. They they are a Christian company, right? And they go by mm-hmm. the guidelines. Versus Popeyes is like. I'm going to meet you where you at. What you want? Right. <laughs> and what you're you not want? getting no ketchup either. You know, no, unless you ask, you know. You but Chick-fil-A is going to give you two or maybe an extra sauce, you know. It just depends. Y'all, that girl got mad at me last night. ten sauces. If you want it, it's yours. If you want to ask for Popeyes, it's 50 cent. Right. I that. And last night, I went to Popeyes, right? And she was like, oh, did you want... They had me pull over 
so they and they brought me my food and she was like oh did you want some sauce i said yeah i told her i wanted some black and ranch and she was like okay and so she went back and she came back and she brought me one sauce i said just one <laughs> I mean, if I would have known they gave me chicken nuggets and not chicken tenders, then I would have been all right, you know. Right. But I was like, you just you just gave That's me one. That's why I check my food. They be like, ma'am, okay, we, you're done. No, right. I, excuse me. Hold on a you second. You forgot something, y'all. Exactly. Yeah, I said extra gravy on my mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that goes back to knowing who you're dealing with, too. You yeah. know, exactly. when you go to Popeye's, you well, already know I'm going to have yeah. to ask, you know. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, yeah. I'm going to be straight. I think that, you know, this goes back to what you want to deal with. If I don't want to yeah. deal with you in business, you know, because of your reputation or what I've heard about you, then I don't have to, you know. Right. Just right. like Popeye's, like, do I really want to deal with this today? Or, you know, can I just go to Chick-fil-A yeah. and have a good mood and, you know, mm-hmm. see, you know, the white people, whoever has trained them, you know, the right way. My to pleasure. Give. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do I feel? You know, if I'm Ain't chilling. No, my, my pleasure. Sometimes lot, I feel Mr. like going Felix. to the hood and getting me some Popeyes, but right. on most days I don't need Chicken that type pay. of energy, I need you know? I to my window, curbside service. Hello, ma'am. Right. How, how can I help you today? That's what I, I want. Right. What can I give you? So that's that's standard now. Oh, go ahead, my bad. So I guess the question that we all dying to know is, What's a better chicken sandwich? Which one did you try to close <laughs> it out? What's better, at Popeyes or that um, Chick Fil A? I it. actually haven't had Chick Fil A. Oh, wow! I haven't, and I've literally had that Popeyes joint one time, and it wasn't even big, like being promoted. I don't follow the wave, like I don't follow the mm-hmm. so I'm not really big on sandwiches and burgers and shit mm-hmm. like that in the first place. That's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm gonna just say. Guys. <laughs> I'm gonna just say this: Chick Fil A chicken sandwich is only good with sauce, with the with the Polynesian sauce, yeah. Yeah. Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, that Polynesian. But Popeye's sandwich, I eat that shit up. Mm. <laughs> it don't need nothing on it. Yeah, what about you, Case Man? Uh, what you I don't do the chicken sandwiches anymore, but I have oh. had the uh, Chick Fil A, and she right, you know, with the sauce. Yeah, I need like, it tastes a lot better with the sauce. sauce. Yeah, like, just that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise it's not gonna be right. I know they used to sell them at my high school, and if they ain't had no sauce, I wasn't buying it. You know, mm-hmm. and it came so. with chips. You know, not yeah. fries. So Ooh. I don't like their fries though. I yeah. always substitute it for some for fruit because I I, don't I really love their fries. I don't like waffle fries. I just go and get fries, you know. Um, Popeye's fries be heating though. They do, they do. <laughs> well, y'all heard it here first. Old Jelly's yeah. ears to the streets. Make sure you check her out every Wednesday. Talk back to me podcast hashtag ears to the streets. We'll be right back with Chelsea. Where's the wine? Only on Talk Back to Me podcast. All right, all right, and we back again. Talk Back to Me podcast powered by Core 94. Chelsea has been really dropping a lot of gems with her inspirational quotes and views on what it takes with Where's the Wine? What you got for us? Well, today, guys, I just want to talk about um, <clears throat> if you're if you're jealous of your friend, you're not actually their friend. Um, mm. So I've had several experiences where... Um, uh, I realize now, like, you know, after a situation, you think about it, and you realize, oh, damn, that's what that was. Um, I, I don't I don't understand how you can even be jealous of your friend. Like, the first thing, if my friend comes to me with good news, the first thing I think about, like, I'm happy for you. You know, I'm, I'm proud of you. And somebody like me, if I'm doing something, I'm going to be sure to put my friends in the position, if I'm able to, to, to where they're going to um, – <laughs> to where they're gonna uh 
I would hate to be talking to you. You might have to cut that. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, to where they're in a position to uh, prevail is as well. Um, I had a situation where uh, I was talking to Brittany today, and I was like, that's what my segment going to be about. Like, if you jealous, like, you, you can't be my friend. But I, I've had situations where I've had people that don't want to hang out with me because they don't want me to look better than them. So damn or, yeah, or they don't invite me places because I, I get too much um, attention. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd ask. <laughs> 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 you know, um, and, and I never thought about it. One of my friends told me, because I was like, I don't know what it is. And she was like, you do realize that like that she's jealous. And mm. that's why they, they do that. I mean, they never said it out loud. But you can just feel it. You know, you call me as soon as something serious happened, but when it's time to hang out, I don't get no call. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so um, I remember in high school, was this girl, y'all know her, but I ain't going to say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, after school, we would go to, like, other schools and shit. And she would be like, oh, yo, yo butt big and her butt big. My butt big, too. Y'all's bigger than mine, so I'm going to walk in the middle. So when people see y'all, they're going to automatically look in the middle so they can see my butt first. And it was mm-hmm. like, what? But it's just it's just crazy because like you don't realize how many people are like that. And a lot of yeah. people are calling people their friends and they're not. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have good news and they hit you with that, oh yeah, you know, congratulations, I'm happy for you. I get that so many times, y'all. And it it, it makes my energy go down because it's like damn i was excited to talk to my friend about some good shit and she just like energy what oh yeah girl right (laughs) (laughs) it's just you know and and you you okay yeah that's good anyway you know what i'm saying like that's why i don't call people best friend now like i I got people that i'm cool with that i talk to about certain shit but every time i call somebody a best friend they do some bullshit and um y'all we really got to do better because a lot of it and i don't really know about men because i'm not a man but as women especially black women we gotta stop like trying to like tearing each other down like why can't we be happy for each other Hmm. you know what i'm saying it goes on to what you were saying about not supporting your friends or you know we supporting the chicken sandwich but we ain't supporting our friends and it's like a lot of people don't support their friends because they're jealous or they're afraid that her shit about to take off and I'm still where I'm at. That's mm. where it's at. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, like Megan said, you know, you don't, you know, y- y'all don't want to see me do better than you. Well, yep. I guess she wasn't the first person to say that, but that shit is that shit is real. It's deep yeah. as hell. That shit is weird. If we still chilling at the house, not doing shit with our lives, we good. But as soon as I get a job and I'm making a little bit more money than you, and I can pay off, you know what I'm saying, my car, or I can get get this and that. Oh, she thinks she better than anybody. Yeah. And you know that's not necessarily the case. Is you should want to do better too. You should be happy for me because that means you next. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's something my mama always told me. Don't ever be jealous somebody close to somebody close to you because when people around you are are getting blessed, your blessings are coming too. Exactly. Yeah. I've you know? experienced that firsthand with Jelly um, several times before I even started noticing it. Yeah. Then myself, she would. You know, always coming, even under the shade room, like, who's up next? You know, she would be mm-hmm. tagging me. I'd be like, you know, yeah, not why you tagging me, but, like, you see that in me, you know? So it <laughs> yeah, made yeah. me feel a little bit better about myself because it's yeah. like, you know, this is another phenomenal black woman that sees something that I don't see within myself, but then I got, right. you know, the ones closest to me that 
they not even, you know, good job. You mm -hmm. know, you text me every day talking about this, that, and the third, but I got somebody who I don't even see on a day-to-day -day basis right. that's encouraging me. I think that, yeah. you know, kind of goes with the definition of what a real friend is, mm -hmm. you know? Like, what are you looking for out of the friendship? You know, are you only seeking to be able to gossip with me or, you know, right. vent to me, but, you know, is that the dynamics of our friendship? Right. You know? I mean, you got to start treating uh, friendships like you do relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. What you am know? I going to get out of this? Right, you know? right. And what can I do to help you? Like, right. it's beneficial. We, we ain't just cool. We ain't just going to the club. We ain't just drinking together. Like, I'm trying to have people around me that I could grow with. Right. Elevate. You know, so it's just like you got to, but you got to peep them people in the beginning because, mm -hmm. you know, you see red flags in friends but just like you see you red flags it. in relationships. Because they'll, when I was speaking about uh, energy vampires, sometimes they can disguise it. You know, they'll yeah. compliment you, but there's the shade behind it. Just like, you know, mm -hmm. she's telling you, you know, y'all both got big butts. That's a compliment, but she, I'm a, you know, standing in the middle because yeah. I got a smaller one. You know, that's the shade behind it, you mm -hmm. know, and that's, her mask and her insecurity so you know you right. don't see it you know that's the type of things that you brush off to the side like oh you know she doesn't want to walk in the middle but no because yeah, we know, laughed sis really mm -hmm. feels some type of way but it's about herself it don't have nothing to do with you you know yeah. mm -hmm. but sometimes they'll you know cover that up with other things yeah um dog like that shit that shit crazy because like you said you you can't tell in the beginning but i do think there are red flags and we just be like oh bet you crazy you know yeah but at the same time it's just like I don't know. I feel like we give, when it's a friendship, we give our friends more of a pass than anything. True. You know, um, we'll cut a nigga off quick, mm -hmm. you know, but when it comes to friends, it's like, oh, she ain't mean it. Like, it took me a while to, to find out somebody I called the best friend really wouldn't. Like, she never supported me. She never, I invite her to stuff, and she just like, oh, girl, I'm busy. I can't go. I got to study. I got to this. But whenever she did something, oh, I want you there because you good at networking. You know how to talk to people. You real professional. And I and it, it didn't click in my head, but I was going. You know what I'm saying? I was helping her. I was connecting her to people she was scared to talk to. You know. But then it was like, um, when it were, whenever it was time for me, she never came to none of my birthday events. And it took one of my other friends. She was just like, you notice the people you don't talk to on a daily basis. We come to all your shit, and your best friend don't come to nothing. But mm -hmm. you always there for her. And I was like, it never clicked in my, I guess I'm a little ditzy. But <laughs> I used to feel like that too. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, but, you know, she's such a good friend. Like, we connect on this level. Like, I didn't want to believe, you know what I'm saying, that and she's she envious. Right. But um, it was. And what's crazy is the same people that do shit to me, they come to me and complain about other people doing that shit to them. You know? Yeah, I think people are reflections of yeah. each other and they don't really noticed that but just like with her you know the high school friend that you know the whole bus situation she saw mm -hmm. something that she wanted you know for herself within you but she didn't know how to properly right. acknowledge it so i mm -hmm. think you know there is there can be jealousy but you know that there's you know the lack of not knowing how to talk to you about what you have and how can mm -hmm. i get that without me feeling like you're superior than me, you know? Right. I want to know how can you walk around with this confidence or how do you know you handle your business so right. well, but I don't know how to approach you because mm -hmm. I feel some type of way about myself, you know? So it comes off as jealousy because they don't really right. know how to, you know, approach you about it. And she probably does want to be your friend, but she just, you know, she don't know how to go about it, right. you know? That's something that she looks up to you about, and that's why I try to encourage women that regardless of what you see in me i see it in you too and right. i got that from jelly as well like if you're able to see it in me then i know that 
That's you know, it's click. in you as well, you yeah. know, because we're a reflection. But if all I see in myself is ugliness or bitterness, then, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how to talk to you, you know, right. or I'm going to feel right. like, you know, you may judge me, you know. Yeah. How am I supposed to want better for you if I don't even want better for myself? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's what I say all the time about people loving themselves. Like, how are you going to show someone else love and you haven't learned to love yourself and respect yourself and you haven't acknowledged the power you have within you, you know, I was in a place where it was just like I was in a rut. Like, I didn't know how to get out of it. I was in a state of depression. And then I was following Kamaya. I had been knowing her since high school. But um, I was following Kamaya, and she was just having, like, a down day one day. And I was like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. Like, this ain't for her. But, yeah, yeah. I was like, this ain't for her. Like, you know, it's a lot of people who go through things, and it's difficult to bring them out of that. But with some people, all you need is positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. All you need is somebody who's like, no, you got this. I don't give a damn what it feel like you're going through. It's always the toughest before it gets better, you know. Mm -hmm. It's always. And... Kamaya is a really spiritual per- person. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, she's um, she feels like, okay, if the devil is attacking me this hard and this much, Explain it's me. because he's he knows what he's up against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and he knows destined. that I'm destined for something so much more. So use that as a means to push yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't settle. Don't get comfortable. Don't become stagnant. Um, you know, dwell in your power. Explain but also that. make sure what you want out of people is what you're giving to people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i want positive reinforcement i want people to tell me like hey you got this you're doing a great job Mm -hmm. it's times where i feel like you know i could be doing better as a mother and then boom she'll pop out of nowhere and was like oh i saw this little post and i thought about you or Mm -hmm. man when i had my baby i can't wait to you know be how you are with your baby yeah and it's just like oh damn you actually doing something you know you're doing something worth recognition what you don't see you know and I think that that's what makes the difference. And I also think that sometimes you expect it to come from those certain friends. Mm-hmm. And, and I doesn't. feel like you shouldn't, you know, because there will be times where I'm looking for my best friend that's texting me, you know, every day to encourage me right. the way that Jelia encouraged me. But I'm not going to get that from her. But I have to understand that mm-hmm. this is the type of friendship that we have. You know, mm-hmm. we right. just got mm-hmm. the friendship where we talk, we hang out, you know, we can drink. But I know that I can go to Jelly for encouragement, you know, this, that, and the third. And maybe that's how your friend was, you know. Mm-hmm. I can I know for sure that I can go for to her for the business and I know yeah. that she know how to do this for sure. I don't really know how to be a good friend, but I know that she knows how to be a good friend, so right. that's why I keep her around, you know. I think that sometimes it can be jealousy, but then other times you just got to try know. to understand, you know, yeah. where are you coming from, sis? Let's have a conversation before I just, you know, mark right. you off as jealousy because right. sometimes it's not that, you know. Right. And that's why I said it didn't even that didn't even cross my mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? such a good person, you know? Right. And then she was just like, girl, that's not your friend. Like, yeah. she, <laughs> <laughs> I, But I'm that friend. I tell all my friends, that ain't your friend. That's your associate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your coworker. Sis. That is not your friend. Yeah. Like, I'm your friend. I'm your best friend. We are family. That right there, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But don't be coming trying to mix up what we got going on with all yeah. the issues. That's yeah. not your friend. That is not oh, your mm-hmm. friend. Because the yeah. minute they feel like you're succeeding in an area they haven't, they're going to turn against you. Yeah. They're going to start doing negative things, a little petty shit, you know, throwing shade. Like, we're not going to do that. But I went that. I went a whole year. Well, not went a whole year. I didn't hear from, like, none of my friends for, like, a whole year at one point. And I was going through some shit. And I was too embarrassed to talk to anybody about it. This stuff I went through that don't nobody know about. Mm. But I didn't hear, like, maybe every now and then I heard from a couple, like, one one or two people. 
But I have a group of people that I grew up with. I ain't hear from nobody for a whole year. Did you reach out? Um, I was in a like depressive state, so no. Okay. Um, but it, it was like I talked to Chelsea every day, and now all of a sudden I ain't heard from her in three months. It was just like ain't nobody think something ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's Chelsea? Right, cause like even like 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 Brittany. When if I answer the phone and she don't, she be like, "Hey, girl," I be like, "Mm-mm, what's wrong? What what the fuck didn't happen?" You know what I'm saying? Like when it's your friend, you know, like you can sense something. I had a friend whenever she was in a bad mood, I didn't even have to hear her voice. I'd just be like, "Let me call, let me call her real quick." Something, you know, something feel weird, and I'll call her and she tell me some, you know, fucked up stuff happened to her. And it's just like, oh, okay, you know. So I just feel like when you connected to people for real, you just know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you do. I had a friend, though, where our friendship fell off because I feel like it was a misunderstanding. You know, yeah. um, there was a situation that happened between us um, that I didn't talk to a lot of people about for a long time. But what she did say before we ended the friendship was, you know, that I was going through something as well. Mm-hmm. And what I tried to do was you know, magnify my issue over her and not understanding that maybe, you know, the way that she acted was because of what she was going through, but I just was only thinking about myself. So I think that sometimes when you look into a friend for some help, you also got to be a friend as well. Like, hey, before I come to you with this issue, you know, are you okay to talk, you know, because you don't really know if they not speaking, maybe it's something going on with them too. So can we link up, you know, because I, and I think that that's at the point where you need to reach out to someone like, you know, if you're not talking to me and I'm not talking to you, I know that I'm going through something, but just like you saying, I know you, you know, what's going on. Like if we are friends. And then see, for me, that was the thing I'm getting on Snapchat Instagram and all my friends together, they hanging out. Ain't nobody calling me, inviting okay. me well, nowhere. That's different. Yeah, you know? it was so. It was just like it goes both ways. You know, you live and you learn. I didn't drop the a lot of friends that yeah. I thought that I had. The more that I kept growing, and I think that that's a part of shedding. You know, your old yeah, skin. For sure. Like yeah, it's all a definitely. part of everybody not meant to go with you to the next level. That's so, true. And sometimes it takes you know situations like that for you to remove them out of your life so that you can keep growing otherwise mm-hmm. because otherwise you wouldn't yeah and do mm-hmm. you want to still be around those people that you can't depend on or would you right. rather you know the situation reveal itself and you just mm-hmm. get away with them you know yep amen to that so and chelsea why you why why your viewers are watching they've been real in tune with you they've been dropping some comments they need more inspiration what would you tell this viewer right now this girl this boy or whoever is watching, how would they decipher a friend or foe? Um, how to? Dis- I mean, that's something you really gotta, you know what I'm saying, know in, within yourself because it just depends on, like she said, what type of friendship you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So you'll know um, it, it's situational. You'll know, the, you know, based on what it is that you want. But what I will say is um, one thing that I've tried to practice with my friends or people that I consider friends um, like I, I definitely try to be more positive. Um, I try to listen more than I give advice, mm-hmm. unless they asking for advice. Other than that, I don't know how to. I can't stop talking. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like definitely try to be positive in your relationships. Try to be um, not necessarily just a shoulder to lean on, because sometimes you need a shoulder as well. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of times we forget other people um, have issues too, mm-hmm. yeah. and we we dump all our shit on people. And like she said, you never know if somebody else is going through something. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to a, a, another podcast, and she was just like, I call my friend, I be like, Hey, are you in a mental state to hear some shit that I got going on? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you really do have to look out for other people's mental state or emotional state before you 
dump all your shit on him. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's also being a friend versus just, you know, it being one-sided. Try to at least, you know, be a friend. And if you don't know how, sis, I mean, I don't know how you Take can well. learn how to be a friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but some people want friends and don't know how to be a friend yeah. mm-hmm. you know so I'm getting all of this from you cause you a real friend and I don't know how to give you anything back yeah. um, you just gotta practice those things um, so yeah that's the tea right there that's the spill with where's the wine make sure y'all check it out every Wednesday talk back to me podcast hashtag where's the wine if y'all wanna talk about it some more make sure y'all hashtag let's talk about it at Soyini Jones we'll be back talk back to me podcast final take All right, and we're back with final takes. I'm going to go ahead and start this one off with She Is K. Smith, special <laughs> co-host. So let me ask you something. Okay. Speaking to a daughter, if you had a daughter, if you do have one, you're speaking to someone else's daughter, with beauty marks, how are you going to identify, what would you teach that daughter growing up in today's society on how to accept who they are? Um, what I want to instill in my daughter um, is more so what she sees in me. Um, being who you are, embracing um, the different in you. Um, I know that she'll be able to see what she can relate to in several if, um, of the different women, um, but whatever you see in yourself, enhance that that's different from the other person. So me, for instance, with me relating to women and wanting to speak, that's something that's different. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of women don't want to talk to women or mm-hmm. a lot of women don't want to encourage women. So whatever you find that's really different about you dig deeper into that because that's what's gonna be you know your guide i feel like so mm-hmm. um stray away from what you see the trend is and you know just dig deep within yourself mm, i like that jim 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 go ahead jelly what you got on that one so yeah it would definitely be uh don't fit into anyone's mold be unapologetically you and maximize your potential Ooh. uh I I always feel like don't let someone tell you what you can't be. Mm-hmm. Don't let someone tell you <clears throat> who you are. Um, you show them what you're made of. Mm-hmm. Yep. And always be as beautiful internally as you are externally because people's attitudes and people's spirits sometimes makes them the ugliest people. Yeah. And I want you to feel like no matter what, there is someone for me to talk to. There is someone for me to relate to. There is someone who identifies with what I'm going through. And it's okay to be yourself, and it's also okay to get help. And it's just, you know, love yourself and emit love. Be the light that you want to see. Amen to that. It's just too much gem in one episode. <laughs> me over here. You sitting at a table full of gems, <laughs> right? Damn, right. right. I'm a movie. All Naturally. right, chills. Go ahead. What you got on that one? Um, I'm I'm gonna say never settle. Uh, that's one thing I noticed uh, a lot of women have in common is it do- it doesn't matter if it's in relationships or business or whatever the case may be. I noticed a lot of women settle. Um, and like Jelly said, you know, you gotta maximize your potential when you have it. You know, you got to let your light shine. That was one thing my dad always told me when I was younger. He was like, you got so much potential, but you lazy. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like if you see it, you know what I'm saying? And and everybody got something in them. You have Mm -hmm. to identify what that is. 
and you have to put that uh, forward. Like you mm-hmm. have to put your best foot forward and try your best at that. Don't ever let anybody make you feel uncomfortable, you know, with who you are because that's the only person you can be comfortable with is yourself. Mm-hmm. So um, just just never settle for anything that anybody else is telling you what you got to do or who you got to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, sitting around a bunch of queens and inspire you yes. on it. Ooh, all right. My final take is simple. Know your queenship. You only as powerful what you believe you are. Don't let nobody else define you. You a queen. Rock your crown. Rock it. Make sure y'all tune in every Wednesday. Controversial topics, inspirational views with the occasional tea. We're closing out with beauty marks. We are Talk Back to Me podcast. Can